Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. I need to be honest with you about something. Welcome back. Happy Wednesday. I said Monday. It's the second hour of the Colleen and Bradley show this Wednesday, July 13th. Four minutes after one o'clock. Where are you supposed to be right now? I hope you're on your way. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Colleen Lindstrom. Yo. Remember how we talked about that one time we loved self-checkout, Colleen? Yeah, that was on Monday, and we were like, hey, uh, why is everybody talking about people not liking self-checkout? It's the best thing in the world. Yeah, well, um, I'm going to give you a reason to not love self-checkout anymore. In fact, you should avoid it at all costs. Or, Colleen, it could cost you thousands of dollars! Okay, this is... Okay, Why? who's Why? trying to burst Why? my bubble? Well, there's an who's int- trying to pee on my rainbow? No, actually, you know, you and I are rule followers, but you and I are also the people that when we walk through a store, we think that people think we're stealing, right? Because a hundred percent of the time, Wait, yeah. whenever you guys I, walk into a store, you th- assume that people think that you're stealing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yes, and Bradley has a real, actual reason. <laughs> I have a little trauma. Did you forget to, you know? check out no in fact i put my phone in my duffel bag once and they thought i was pocketing merchandise and an off-duty police officer pulled me aside and said do you want to tell me what you put in the bag and i was like i don't know what you're talking about and he's like we saw you now's your chance if you walk through those doors and i was like well i didn't and they were like okay you can go and then I real because he said that i was seen putting something in my bag and i was like well that's my cell phone so yeah Anyway. And it belongs to me. I did right. get an apology. So but, he has um, trauma. Yeah. No. Well, no. I mean, and I'm making light of something that, like, you know, is actually a real thing that is fraud, and that there there are instances where people are stealing from stores. That said, this uh, attorney and influencer Carrie Jernigan, who apparently has over a million followers on TikTok is saying that um, you should be really careful using self-checkout because you could get framed for stealing. Oh, this is this is a nightmare. I have experienced this nightmare, and now I'm going to go into my nightmare hole. I know. And, and so come out. my point is, Colleen, you and I, and apparently Holly as well, suffer from irrational fear. And this mm-hmm. is just one more irrational fear. I'm sorry, fear. you said a rational fear, right? Like, as in a... No. rational fear because i feel like it's really rational it's not <laughs> rational it's eh. okay. eh. i classify myself as a catastrophist yes uh, most days we all are welcome and um honestly she goes on to describe in this tiktok i was gonna play for you but it's really long and um long story short i don't know how to like do like time checks on tiktok videos whatever but I'll tell you that she says there are three types of people that are getting arrested for um, self-checkout fraud. And I was like, well, 
That's a thing? So apparently there's like the obvious thing, which is people actually stealing intentionally, right? Like they, you know, they go up to the thing and they boop, 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 and maybe throw a couple things in that didn't get the boop, right? Like Mm -hmm. you scan one thing, but maybe one thing you don't scan, right? So that's like the legitimate fraud or legit, not legitimate, but you know what I'm saying? Like that's the straightforward Uh, theft experience that she describes. But then she goes on to say that there are people who make mistakes where you think you scanned it, it didn't scan, but it went in your bag and you didn't notice that it didn't scan. So that's like the unintentional fraud, right? Okay. And that's, I feel like you, you know, like we could all experience that by accident. And then she describes what she says is like total not fraud, but you're going to get accused of fraud. And this was the thing that really threw me for a loop this is the thing that scares me already. Is that apparently, according to this woman on TikTok, <laughs> so please okay. take, take this, it with a grain of salt. Take this. Uh, no, but don't take it. We're not taking it. No, but take it because you, you're not going to unsee this when I tell you. She calls the third group of people that are being charged the, quote, truly innocent. Most of these people are not getting charged the day of. Rather, their predicament begins when someone in asset protection starts counting inventory perhaps days, weeks, or even months later and comes up short. Then they will begin watching hours of video to see the last person who checked out with the Mario Lego set because they're too short. Or maybe it's an Xbox game. And for some reason, they pinpoint that they think you're the one that took that Mario X or, you know, the like Mario Lego set. It's me. She says mega retailers like Walmart usually have to present very little evidence to get an affidavit for warrants on charges. Essentially, what she's saying is like, they're just going to be like, you did it and until you prove otherwise. And then it forces the that group of people to then have to hire a lawyer and prove otherwise, which they're no. usually able to do. But then she says the damage is already done. You've already had to spend thousands on an attorney just to prove that you were innocent. Look, okay. I don't know if this is real. But it scared me. Okay, I'm gonna let me. I'm 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 scared. I want to be clear about that. That scares me. However, I also want to tell you that I view every self checkout as a performance. <laughs> and what I mean by that is, I know exactly what you mean. You're on camera, and you know you're on camera because you can see yourself on camera. So I make a very. It is a animated. <laughs> performance i am like i will now take this item and i will show it to the camera i will scan it and then i will make a very very elaborate gesture to put it into the bag yes i even have been known to tip my basket toward the camera when it's empty so that they can see i've gotten yeah, well this woman says it doesn't matter because they're they're just going to see you putting the thing in the cart and they're not going to be paying attention to whether you paid for it or not they're going to put the burden on you to prove that you did again i don't know if that's real but a lady on tiktok made Who me afraid is this lady what using, is she she's an attorney <sighs> i don't is she but is she but is she or is she just somebody who enjoys she has a million followers on TikTok. people like us very worried for our own future well I it just end up in jail you know now i'm literally going to be having the conversation because do you still do you do that thing like when you check on or try on clothes you're like somebody's watching me and you do a little yeah. dance for them yeah <laughs> yeah i mean it's just, i always feel like i'm being surveilled well now yes. i'm never gonna leave I... my house <laughs> 
And I even mean, there, welcome, I'm being welcome so to tired. my 2022, say, 2021, and 2020 experience. I was just going to say, how often does that happen to begin with? I mean, let's be real. But I, but honestly, like, what do I always say? You are always, always on, on camera. camera. Yeah. Which is, again, why I'm theatrical about everything. When oh, I'm yeah. in the liquor store, oh my God, I, have I know exactly this. where my driver's license is at all times. Okay, I have this bad habit. Do you ever... This is horrible. I'm not, I shouldn't even out myself for doing this. But I, like, I will, like, visibly react to, like, things I don't understand in the world <laughs> when I see them. Like, I will literally be, like... Like, I just hope there's not camera on me at all times because, like, I'll be walking down the aisle and you'll see somebody doing something that doesn't make any sense. And I, like, literally my face will be like, and then I have to remind myself, (laughs) okay. I'm in public. I'm in public, much less asset protection is watching me. So I am Mm -hmm. always hyper aware of, like, where my hands are at all times. Because, again, I think you never know. Or, like, can I tell you how many times I've had to go to the bathroom in the middle of my shopping experience? Oh. And then I have to leave my cart, and I'm like, God, they're going to think I'm, like, stuffing things down my pants. Right. I don't bring my Um, cart into the bathroom, though. Have I ever told you that I, if I roll up, okay, true story. Yeah, yeah. That's all we do here on the Colleen and Bradley I know. If I roll up to Target, and I've got the sunglasses that I just bought last week at Target, on my face, mm-hmm. I leave them in the car. Okay, yeah, that's because I, that's that is how meticulous I am yeah. about not wanting to appear as though I helped myself to something. Well, because people, by the, the way, people do that. As somebody who used to work in retail, people would go into the the uh, you know the changing room, dressing room, and come out with a whole new wardrobe and just walk out of the store. Like There's a was... whole episode of Facts of Life about that. Oh, God. Which one was that? Don't you remember? I can't remember who it is. I think it might be was Joe. Was it a dare? But... Was somebody... Where they... somebody's teaching them how to shoplift. Got it. Yeah. No, that and they familiar. go into... Uh, I'm pretty sure it was Facts of Life. <laughs> and they go into a, um, into a changing room and put the clothes on and then walk out. I'm never leaving or doing anything ever again. Just again, just to be clear, this lady on TikTok says, don't use self-checkout because you're going to get sued. That's all I'm saying. It's up to you to, you know, to protect yourself. Hey, when we come... It's every man for themselves. (laughs) Every man, woman, and child for herself. When we come back... By the way, season two, episode six of Facts of Life. Thank Thank you. you, What's it called? It's called Shoplifting, and it's where Joe can't afford a present for Mrs. Garrett. And so... She decides to help herself to one. And learns a very valuable lesson. Mm -hmm. When we come back, here's some good news for you from Colleen and her one of her favorite TV shows, Stranger Things. We'll tell you what that is when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. It's all not all the news in the world is horrible. I mean, you can't really use self-checkout anymore, and some of your favorite celebrities have done bad stuff. But Colleen actually has a story for us. That implies perhaps not all people uh, suck so bad after all, Colleen, right? Oh, it's so true. Okay. So I like to find these stories that like warm the cockles of your cold, dead heart. Um, Because 
sometimes it's so easy to see celebrities behaving badly, which is the yeah. whole segment we do. I mean, it's coming it's up coming next. Coming up, wait for it. <laughs> so um, don't worry. So don't worry. We'll get there. But um, okay, if I say the name Joseph Quinn, does that mean anything to you? No. That's fine. If you watched Stranger Things, specifically season four, you know who Joseph Quinn is. So Joseph Quinn plays this, um, it's a breakout role. It's, uh, I mean, he's like the breakout star, I should say, of season four of Stranger Things. He plays the role of Eddie Munson, and Eddie Munson, spoiler alert, this is the only season we will get to know Eddie, and Eddie is absolutely iconic um and he has meant a lot to a lot of people the character itself so he um he was doing a interview at comic-con so i'm going to tell you the whole story of like what happened and how people are amazing so eddie not his his name his name is joseph quinn who plays eddie munson on stranger things season four he's at comic-con and um, he does the, the meet and greet, the celebrity meet and greet where people can come through and then they sign stuff and then they move along. Well, people pay a lot of money for those things. Yeah. And Joseph Quinn, I mean, he's had an acting career. I think he's known, he's British. So I think he's known for some series in um, England, but not necessarily for a lot of um, things here in the United States. Oh, he was in Game of so, Thrones, it looks like. I mean, a lot oh, of people he was? Were in okay, Game of so, Thrones, but... Yeah. I guess people liked that. Um, anyway, so like I just I was not familiar with him as an actor, but the character he plays, people identify with so much. So he's doing this meet and greet at Comic Con, and they they oversold it, which is like a thing that they do. Mm-hmm. They sell way too many tickets mm-hmm. for the time that they have, and their job is to get people through as fast as possible. Meaning, like Comic Con's job is to get all the people through and get their crap signed. Well. He's he is taking the time to actually like connect with people in the line. And apparently the security guards were really upset about it and were not treating him very well. And so they kind of made a little bit of a scene. Okay. Uh and and that was that happened on one of the days at Comic Con. So then the next day he's on stage doing one of those interviews in front of an audience. And a woman stands up in the audience and says I don't really have a question for you, but she says, I have, she says, it's more of an extension of gratitude. And then she said, I'm sure a lot of us have heard what happened at the meet and greet, whether it's true or not about how you were treated. But I just want to say thank you from all of us. We're really grateful that you're sharing your time. Thank you for signing our things, for spending time with us, um, and just for making our summer. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And the crowd went bonkers. Mm-hmm. But this is the part that tells you about the goodness in humanity. Yeah. Joseph Quinn got visibly choked up in this Aww. moment. And so often, like, you hear about celebrities who just are jerks or who yeah. don't really care. This is a person who was completely there for the fans. And I think he really put all that he had into that role of Eddie Munson in Stranger Things 4. And the thing about that role, Bradley, because I know you haven't watched the show, mm-hmm. is he is like, okay, so he's like the head of this club called Hellfire Club. And they're just kind of like a group of outcasts. And so he's sort of like the head of the outcasts. And so everybody has found So people sort of identify with him. Absolutely. And I think he sees how important that role was in the show, but also just in the world right now. And to see people appreciating it, and he's just trying to absorb that. And... And, and helps he, that and he, he seems fans. like the kind of person that's genuine as well. So fans would love that even more because it's always horrible when you're like, oh, it's such a great. Oh, you're a D-bag. Well, and that's the thing. It's like I don't want him to lose this because even my kids keep telling me stories about him as a person because they're so fascinated by the character. So apparently one of the big iconic scenes in the season is of him playing Master of Puppets on a an electric guitar when he went to try out for that role he didn't know how to play electric guitar but he knew he had to learn how to play electric guitar for that role and so he just like he went all in on it and he learned and he laid it down and most of it most of what you hear is actually him playing the electric guitar that's awesome so he's just this fascinating person and i just want more of him in the world and i want i do I found myself having that awful, terrible thought you have when you're a jaded old person where I thought, I hope that Hollywood doesn't get to him or I hope stardom doesn't get to him in a way that hardens him because he is just a gift. So learn everything you can about Joseph Quinn before he ends he up on the D-bag segment of our show. Pretty much. Because that's where we're I headed. I say it, but you said it. And mm-hmm. uh, we'll tell you who made that list when we return right here on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show. Hey, have you submitted your cat videos for Cat Video Festival? Just around the corner, you can submit those videos so we can see your furry feline friends. At mytalk1071.com. Good afternoon. Welcome back to uh, the halfway point on the Colleen and Bradley Show this Wednesday. I'm Bradley. You are halfway through your hump day. Hump day. Uh, That's Colleen Lindstrom. Hi. And these are your... Dumb celebrity people. We call them presenting <laughs> Lord and <laughs> Lady <laughs> of the day. What'd you say? <laughs> I was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because they're happens. basically one and the same, except uh, they're celebrity one crazy group stupid idiots. Gets a lot more money for being stupid. They're Who's your D bag, Colleen? Thanks for asking. It's people, not the magazine. Human beings. Oh my God! It's people. 
Yeah, it's for how all of people us? treated. Yeah, not all of us, but just the people who tried to call out Jessica Simpson. Oh, God. I just, can I just, can I? <sighs> Jessica Simpson posted a lovely f- photograph of her amazing family on a boat ride for her birthday. Happy birthday, Jessica Simpson. And, you know, she's got that sweet little three-year-old by the name of Birdie. And Birdie is sucking on a pacifier. Okay. And everybody felt like they had to weigh in on that. As if Jessica Simpson, as a parent, hasn't made her own choices about what is okay and right in her own family. Mm -hmm. And as though she is not a whole person who's capable of making those decisions, however right or wrong you think they are, Mm -hmm. um, people decided they needed to tell her, uh, that she was terrible. Hmm. Birdie's a little old for a binky, don't you think? <laughs> pacifier, rolly eyes, hand to the forehead. Trolls. Is that a pacifier? Passy needs to be gone. It messes up their teeth so bad. Okay. And then another person Great. said, my friend is finding out that his kid has major dental issues. Great. All of that may be true. You get to have all of your opinions. Jessica Simpson also gets to do parenting the way she is going to do her own parenting. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say, who's this outfit? Is this a page six experience? This came in from page six. Yeah. Page six just wants you to, I mean, they are like, um, uh, they're like, let's go looking for the worst things people say on the internet. Right. Right. Which just further like comes after uh, Jessica Simpson. So I, I would hold people uh, equally accountable to page six or vice versa. I would hold page six as accountable to the trolls that they're highlighting because okay, that is a fact. They've got real estate and they don't have to like scroll through the comments. That said, like I don't understand the people who leave assy comments on social media. Now Thank I you. probably have left an assy comment or two in my time. I I, I can't verify that statement. It's not something I do regularly. Surely. But, um, like, I just don't understand where you're like, you know what I'm going to do right now? I'm going to stop what I'm doing, and I'm going to take my fingers over here to let Jessica Simpson know that I do not approve of her parenting. She needs to understand that I, Barb McCracken, mm. can't abide a binky for her three-year-old. Yeah. Like, do I you think Jessica that. Simpson's going to be trolling through those comments and go, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, look what Barb said. Barb. Yeah, what I want Barb McCracken to know in this moment is Barb McCracken. Now we know everything we need to know about Barb McCracken. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Barb should be McCracken some jokes, (laughs) not the hate (laughs) on Instagram. It's so, it's just ridiculous. I wish people would stop it. Do you, and and like Barb is a grown ass woman. Like Barb, what are you doing? Right. Do you think Barb, like who is Barb? Barb's sitting on the oh, can when she does that. I well, I was going to say Barb. Barb doesn't have a lot going on. Or is like Barb a um, high pro, uh, high uh, profile or a high power a power uh, lawyer lady? How are you doing over there? I'm sorry, I'm having a stroke. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like you know, is she like somebody who's like super? I don't know, because you know, it's easy to think she's just like you know sitting on the couch like Barb versus like I don't know, maybe she's like somebody who just doesn't get the chance to be a troll in her life and she's 
you know. This is a she's a keyboard warrior. Yeah, she's like, this is my moment. <laughs> yeah, she's a high powered attorney by day, but she <laughs> lets keyboard it out troll at night. <laughs> I just that's more that's oh. that's the more interesting story, honestly, right? Like that's that's the documentary I want. Actually, yeah. I'm dead serious. Like you would I want never a guess on internet trolls. It's like your best friend Jan, and you're like, oh my god, Jan is the troll. Anyway, she's just over there in the dark, like <laughs> pushing bonbons into her jaw yeah. and <laughs> telling Jessica Simpson what she thinks you of her kid's pacifier mother. in her lips. Because <laughs> that's the other thing they went after. Her, her lips? lips? Yeah. What's wrong with Jen- Jessica's lips? Jessica, Jessica's had, she's been working. She's, ha- I mean, like everybody or somebody else. else has been. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like. Did you just say everybody else? Elf? I know. I was like, did I, was that just me that noticed that? And I didn't want to focus in case it was a thing. And a secret Sylvester moment. Like everybody else? I thought nobody would notice. Seriously. No, we all, we all heard it. Holly, it did not go unnoticed. Uh, that was good. All right. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I literally spit okay. all over the microphone. Okay. Um, <laughs> Who's your D-bag, Bradley? Mickey Rourke. <laughs> oh. <sighs> Mickey Rourke. Yeah. Okay, can I just say okay. that the D-bag segments have literally... there. There's been more than one uh, member of the D-bag segment recently who's come from an interview on Piers Morgan's new talk TV show. Because this is literally, and even if we haven't mentioned them on the D-bag uh, segment, like there have been celebrities saying awkward and uncomfortable and frankly um, offensive things on his show. And I mean, what? I just was going to say, it seems like this is a pyramid scheme. It's a pyramid scheme. <laughs> And it's a Pyramid Morgan scheme, to your point, because that's who hosts the dumb thing. And Mickey Rourke went on his show uh, to basically call Amber Heard a gold digger. No, I am not here for this. And how poor Johnny Depp uh, has had to suffer at the hands of this gold digger. And um, it, it is just the most, like, really... Really, and he kind of says, I, I, "I don't really ever know what happened to Mickey Rourke. Like what? Like he went away for a while, right? Maybe or he, he just like back. you know what? I you know what I think it is. I think his parents let him suck on a pa- pacifier a little too long. <laughs> well, somebody tell Barb to get that message <laughs> to <laughs> Jessica. <laughs> oh no! Anyway, no, I don't. He did go away for a minute, and then he came back. Yeah, he was nominated and he for looked Oscar. very different. Yes. Yeah. yeah, what was the movie that he got nominated for? The Wrestler. Okay, I was gonna say it was like a fight, a fighting experience. I was gonna say The Boxer. So that, yeah, that that's yeah. a Paul Simon song. Same. Um, anyway, he said apparently he's been in the Isn't same. It? <laughs> yes. Okay. Before we get okay, any further afield, <laughs> Mickey Rourke okay. is trying real hard to defend his pal Johnny Depp after Johnny Depp's legal war. I don't think Johnny Depp needs any defending. He had great attorneys frankly but he said something about how he was in the same position and he thinks as i said amber heard is nothing but a gold digger and um uh, this was on uh the talk tv episode from tuesday which is now piers morgan's like uh program over in the uk where he basically just lets i don't know conversations yeah. happen that shouldn't ever since he's been canceled yeah yeah, because remember, he was canceled, but he's got a new show out of the deal. Wait no. a minute. Is mm-hmm. that how that yeah. works? Yeah. 
Um, but I guess he says he was blamed once for something he didn't do. I don't know what Mickey Rourke's story is, but like, can we, and again, this is not because I believe that Amber Heard, everything Amber Heard said was true, but I just don't understand all of these people showing up to pile on. Like, we're done. The verdict was rendered. Like, they're both if you watched that trial, you realized one very obvious thing. They are both toxic people or were when they were in a relationship together. And I don't understand why anybody needs to show up and be like, oh, yeah, that Amber Heard, she was a real mess. Meanwhile, my friend Johnny Depp, great guy. I would just like to add to the conversation. You asked what Ricky Mickey Rourke is up to these yeah. days. Yeah, he's starring in an upcoming movie called the Palace, directed by Roman Polanski, mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. a movie yep. which currently so can't even find distribution what? in the country of France. What? This is also coming on the heels of Mickey Rourke. You'll remember yesterday we talked about him. Because he said some stuff about Tom Cruise. He called Tom Cruise irrelevant, which again, of all the criticisms yeah. and adjectives that you can throw uh, or realities that you can throw at Tom Cruise, irrelevant doesn't seem to be one of them. Mm-mm. So Mm-mm. this just smacks so, of somebody who needs attention. So can I just tell you really quick, because because you made note of the fact that there there was a story in Mickey Rourke's past yeah. where he feels like yeah, yeah. is similar. So I'll tell you really quickly what that story is. Um, he was married to um, Carrie Otis. Okay. Who... Uh, apparently was a that which led to him being arrested on suspicion of spousal abuse they later dropped the charges and then the couple reconciled and then they went on to star in a movie together and then they ended their marriage in 1998 so i think again it's another story of a a toxic relationship where some accusations were made and he felt like he had to defend his honor in some way. And so really what he, he probably... did was project his story and feelings onto Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Ding to the dawn. Thank you. Okay. All right. Thanks, Mickey. Also, 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 I am very suspicious that Johnny Depp has called in every single favor from every single middling and higher <laughs> celebrity he can yeah, to try well, to restore his image again, like he needs help. Like his image with what other like aging, problematic Hollywood actors? Because right. I don't know that he's done such a good job of you know picking winners in in his you know. It just makes him look like what we assume. And again, mm-hmm. it's not to say everything he did was wrong, everything she did was right, everything or, or vice versa. It's just like these this is no i don't need any more of this so mm-hmm. do better thank you also Bye. just wait because i guarantee tomorrow somebody else going to go on that pierce morgan show and say something mm-hmm. uncomfortable inappropriate or offensive when we return we are going to do none of those things in fact what we are going to do oh no you're going to offend some people <laughs> oh i'm actually going to offend you but <laughs> the good news is i'm going to offend you with science and it has to do with mm. exercise and food when we return right here on my talk 1071 Thank you for that, Holly Roberts. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Bradley. That's Colleen. Hi, guys. Um, and I'm sorry, you guys, but there is no amount of exercise that can save you from an oh. early death spiral thanks to your bad food choices. 
Why? Because! Ah! Yep! I don't care how many squats, crunches, or laps around the lake you do. If you're eating crap food, you're going to die too soon. That's according to researchers uh, at the University of Sydney. You know, Colleen, this is one of those things. I always, I, I do read these studies because even though I feel like there's a new study every day that's like, doing this will kill you. Doing this won't kill you. You'll live a long life. I mean, if you that's do. the whole reason we ever started that because. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Science segment. Right? Because well, coffee was good for you one day and the next day it was going to kill you tomorrow. Well, in the world of obvious, it's so obvious. It's Exercise obvious. alone doesn't compensate for a poor diet. And we now know that thanks to actual science by researchers at the University of Sydney. They say even if you spend all day and night in the gym or running laps, you are still better off steering clear of fatty and processed foods. Researchers concluded that high levels of physical activity don't counteract any detrimental effects of a poor diet, at least when it comes to mortality risk. That means how likely you're going to end up dead. Which, what do I always say? You're always on camera. What does that have to do with anything? Also, we're all dying right now. God, you are the most depressing person ever. (laughs) I'm not. When you realize that, you just know. Like, we're all going to die. We all get in here the same way. What do I always say? We're all dying. Wait, I'm going to go back up that way? Wait, what? No, you're not going back up (laughs) that way. You don't come You don't go out the same way you came in, Holly. Thank you. But we all are going to leave this You die alone. And we're all marching toward that. Great. Well, um, you could actually be, you know, doing a marathon towards it, too. And if you're eating, uh, you know, a bag of Doritos, you're going to get there a lot sooner. I will say I did find this particularly interesting, though, because even though it seems so it's so obvious, I think there is this notion that we have a hard time letting go of, which is like. I can, you know, I'll make up for this when I go for a run later. I'm going to have the cheesecake because I'm going to do, you know, my CrossFit wad tomorrow. Right. And you can't outrun a bad diet. Yeah, that's exactly right. Put that on a bumper sticker, man. Yeah, Um, it's true, though. Go ahead. No, you go. Oh, no, you go. No, you go. No, I was just going to say, it, it's just, <laughs> there's something encouraging about knowing that the obvious is true, because I do think that it is still very hard for people to let go of this idea that, like, 
Go ahead and have the cake. And I'm not saying don't eat cake. I'm just saying, like, don't fool yourself into thinking that you can trade these. Like, I'll do a little, you know, I'll do a little bit of extra uh, cardio tomorrow to counteract this pizza. Just eat the pizza. Be real with the pizza. Don't fear the pizza. But at the same time, don't live in magical thinking. Don't fear the pizza. More cowbell. But, you know, but here's the other thing, because I don't want people to get this all mistaken. There are benefits to working out for your diet, meaning like if you are a person who exercises, that will also help you stay on track. Like it it might help you with making better choices, but the working out isn't going to make the choice not count. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I do want to go back to the study. So if you're just joining us and you're like, why are they sh- food shaming me right now? We're not, actually. But what we are doing is just sharing some science, which says, hey, Captain Obvious, you can't outrun, as Colleen said, a bad diet. Uh, and for the purpose of this study, specifically, researchers defined a high-quality diet, because I think that's where people want to understand, like, what do you mean by eat healthy, right? Um, and, right. And it, again, is super Captain Obvious. Five portions of fruits and vegetables, two portions of fish weekly, an overall low consumption of red and processed meats. You know, so like, and which is also kind of refreshing because I think we overcomplicate what healthy diet is. Cause like, you know, people are like so obsessed with like, it's, you gotta have this many phyto macro micronutrients and you should probably do X, Y, and Z. Like literally the researchers found that this all holds true, meaning eating healthy amounts to eating fruits and vegetables, eating some fish, probably not as much red meat as you want. But we all kind of know that intuitively already, don't we? Right. Or at least. Right. Go ahead. Sorry, I'm getting extra stuff in my ears. Oh, no, I just didn't. I could tell you were having a a problem with your audio. But um, the moral of the story is, again, it's it it literally is no more complicated than um, what you expect or what you what you assume is healthy is very likely healthy. And, you know, it's funny. Thank you, by the way, Holly, because can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, good. Thank God. Okay, so thank you, Holly, for making those voices in my head go away. Um, The funny thing is every time you go back to, like, every time you try to go back to, like, oh, I want to eat healthy again, and you take in more information, that information does not change the information that you just said, Bradley, which Mm -hmm. is the, you know, this many servings of fruits and veggies, this many servings Mm -hmm. of fish, this, you know... It doesn't ever counter. So we overcomplicate it all the time. And then also we have a tendency to try to abuse our bodies into thinking that we're somehow making up for the one small bad choice that we made or the multitude of bad choices that we made. Yeah. And don't you think part of the reason we overcomplicate things other than we have a lot of time and money and marketing that is trying to get in the way of, of this like obvious science is that if it's too complicated, then we don't have to do it. Because it's unreasonable and it's unachievable and therefore just throw it all out. When in fact, this really is pretty straightforward and it's everything we've always known, despite how many snack well cookies we've eaten in our lives and how many low fat tubs of uh, fat free ice cream we've, you know, tried to convince our way into thinking was a good idea. Like, oh, look, the thing your grandma probably told you, eat lots of fruits and vegetables or she just probably did. 
right? Like those things were actually true all along. Well, and it also is kind of freeing too because it remember when we went through the whole fat free craze of like the what nineties? Mm-hmm. When we were like, Oh, eat the fat free stuff. Well, that was just a marketing gimmick. And yeah. again, the the rules still stand. Yeah, no, it's absolutely true. And again, we're talking about this study that said basically you can't outrun a bad diet. In comparison, and in this particular study, they they looked at those who were inactive and followed a poor diet. People who eg- exercised regularly and ate healthy, um, again, th- those basics that I shared with you before, displayed a 17% lower uh, mortality risk, a 19% lower cardiovascular risk, and a 27% lower mortality risk with certain cancers. So literally, physical activity and an overall healthy diet really do work. So it's just that simple. Thank you, Bradley, for bringing hope with that hopeless... You're welcome. You're welcome. (laughs) Have the cake. Okay, when we come back, a question for you. This is totally healthy, Colleen. What's the best type of fry? I think it's actually very important that we talk about French fries. It's National French Friday. I'm all here for it. 651-641-1071. We'll be talking fries upon our return on My Talk 107.1.